0: The Mamba Mentality. This is DJ Hillier here with your weekly wisdom brought to you by Element. The year was 2008. After a disappointing bronze medal finish in the 2004 Summer Olympics and the 2006 FIBA World Championship, the U.S. men's basketball team was hungry for another gold medal and a chance to show the world that the best basketball is played in the United States. 2008 men's Olympic team entered the tournament with a major chip on its shoulder. Coached by Dukes coach Mike Krzyzewski and led by Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, the roster was nicknamed the Redeem Team as a play off the legendary 1992 squad, the Dream Team. All of the best players in the NBA teamed up to put the best Americans on the floor. The roster included guys like Chris Paul, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and Kobe Bryant. They were also coached by one of the greatest of all time in Dukes, Mike Krzyzewski. There couldn't have been a better coach or a better team put together to compete in Beijing. Before traveling over to Beijing to compete in the Olympic Games, the team had about three weeks to train together, practice, and create some team chemistry in Las Vegas. And although there are many, many stories from this team, both on and off of the court, there's one that was leaked out that I think needs to be told time and time again. See, the USA basketball team trained hard during the day and partied harder at night. Their hotel was on the famous Las Vegas Strip, and they were technically in their off season from the NBA. One of the very first nights, the entire team was getting ready for a night on the town, or in this case, a night on the Strip. On their way out of their hotel room, the team walked through the hallway and knocked on Kobe's door and asked if he wanted to join them. Kobe shook his head and said, nah, man, that's not for me. The rest of the team standing in the hallway, they shrugged it off and said, hey, sounds good. We'll catch you later. Now, if any of you have ever been to Vegas, you know that they intentionally try to make it so you don't know what the heck time it is. They fill the casinos with oxygen, keep bars open until 7 a.m., And they don't have windows in a lot of places as well. All strategies to try and keep you out longer later and spend more money. Well, this particular night, the team stayed out partying until 4.30 in the morning. As they walked back into the hotel lobby, one of the guys hit the button for the elevator. No more than 10 seconds later, the elevator doors opened and there was Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant. In full basketball gear and a water ball in his hand heading to the basketball court that they installed in one of the ballrooms. Kobe nodded at his teammates and walked right past them as the guys all stared at him with their jaws on the floor. Sure enough, the next morning, Kobe had a couple guys join him for his famous 4.30 a.m. workout. The day after that, a few more. And a few days later, The entire USA basketball team was on the floor with Kobe Bryant at 4.30 in the morning. Leading by example is something Kobe did to an elite level. Kobe has said on multiple interviews when he was alive that he wasn't the best player growing up. He even said on a podcast, I sucked in middle school. I was awful. But he was quick to have the awareness and realize that most athletes practice for that mandatory two hours per day, the, the typical three to 5 pm. after school. So Kobe, when he was young, he would find these little pockets of time where he could get extra practice in, two hours before school, another two hours uh, before or after dinner. Kobe worked harder than anybody else in middle school, in high school and in the NBA. And those little pockets of time that he found. They just compounded week after week after week. It wasn't that other guys weren't working hard. No, they were. It was just that Kobe was getting double and sometimes triple the amount of hard work in, and he knew it. Talk about a confidence builder and a complete competitive advantage. Another one of my favorite all-time Kobe stories comes from uh, Alan Stein Jr., an NBA performance coach, keynote speaker, and a former guest on my podcast. Several years ago, Alan got invited to the Kobe skills camp, where he hosted a bunch of young basketball players for a week. Alan was invited to help coach and really just help the staff however they needed. After one of the days was over, Alan walked up to Kobe and asked if he could watch one of his private workouts. Kobe said, of course, meet me at 430. Alan looked down at his pamphlet, which included the itinerary and the schedule of the camp. And before he could even utter the next words out of his mouth, Kobe said, yeah, that's 4.30 a.m., bro. Alan smiled and nodded because he was stoked that he had the opportunity to go watch one of the greatest of all time work on his craft. So Alan decided that he was going to show up extra early. He wanted to get there early so he could impress Kobe and show him how thankful he was that he was allowing him to be there and watch one of his private workouts. So Alan set his alarm for 3 30 in the morning so he could get to the gym by 4 a.m. 30 minutes before Kobe's workout even started. As Alan drove from the hotel to the gym in the dark, he could hardly hold in his excitement. He pulled into the parking lot, shut off his car and opened his door. From the parking lot, Alan could hear a ball bouncing and sneakers squeaking on the gym floor. He turned around and sure enough, The lights were already on and Kobe and his trainer were already deep into an intense workout. Alan couldn't believe it. Just when he thought he was going to surprise Kobe and be the first one there, Kobe was already one step ahead and drenched in sweat. Alan walked into the gym and took a seat in the bleachers to watch and admire the work ethic from the mamba himself. Drenched in sweat, Kobe was running through a bunch of high-speed footwork drills with his trainer. Again, to Alan's surprise, there wasn't anything fancy going on here. Just hard work, intention, and intensity. Later that day at the skills camp, Alan went up to Kobe and said, Kobe, Kobe, I don't get it, man. You're the best player in the world, and you spent hours this morning doing the most basic, fundamental footwork drills that I've ever seen. And it was then that Kobe flashed that million-dollar smile back at Alan and said, Why do you think I'm the best player in the world? So as you head into this brand new week full of opportunity, let me ask you a couple questions that we can learn from Kobe being Bryant and his Mamba mentality. First, what are the time pockets that you aren't taking advantage of in your life? What what would happen if you start getting up earlier and started attacking the gap between where you are now and where you want it to be? when you wake up early, you start playing offense, not defense, and you start prioritizing what's most important to you. What would happen if you got up 20, maybe even 30 minutes earlier than you do right now? Or maybe it's not 20 or 30 minutes. What if you got up five minutes earlier than you do right now? As we learned from Kobe, it wasn't the massive amounts of times. It was just these little pockets that compounded overtime. Second, What are the basics in your life that you need to master? Now more than ever, it seems like it's so easy to get caught up in the fancy stuff, the fancy workouts, the fancy morning routine, the fancy recovery protocol. Instead, what are the fundamentals that you need to stay focused on? How can you do boring better? Thanks, Tommy Short. And third and finally, what would it look like if you became the hardest worker or the hardest person in any room that you walked into like Kobe Bryant? What would that look like? What would the results be in seven days? What would it be in seven months? And what would it look like in seven years? Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you again next week for another weekly wisdom. Make it a great week.